This is episode 57 of Well, I like that. That should be our intro. <laughs> this Keep is it. episode 57 of Ronin <laughs> Geek Official Podcast. And uh, and we were just talking numbers and, and, and talking how well we've been doing in the last couple weeks here. I would like to lead off with just a huge, huge resounding thank you to our listeners for liking, listening, subscribing, sharing, whatever you're doing out there that's <laughs> getting us lots and lots of engagement. We thank you because uh, we wouldn't be doing this still if it probably weren't for an uptick in listeners. So it's good to see that uh, a lot of people care. I don't know. And I'd probably still be doing it. Yeah, yeah. We do, even, if, <laughs> even if we're the only listeners, we get two listens a week. And uh, anyway, it's really exciting to see that uh, that the Ronin Geekiverse is growing, and uh, and I'm glad God. you are all a part of it. Do not so. start that. <laughs> <laughs> the Ronin Geekiverse. So there's a lot of Ronin slash geek slash Ronin geeks out there, and that's, that's pretty exciting to know. Well, I think that there's a lot out there, whether or not they know about us. Yes, yeah, and that's why it's so important if you are a fan of the show, even if you're a first-time listener and you kind of dig what you're hearing, so make sure to share it. So make sure to share it with a like-minded Ronin geek, and uh, we'll, we'll expand the Geekiverse even further. Stop. So, it's going to be good. It's going to be so good. <laughs> so you know it'll at least be better than Star Wars Episode Eight, right? Oh, God, that's not. That's <laughs> not. Oh, but we oh. will, because this episode is heavily about D23. It's funny, because quite literally right now, to the minute of us recording this, 45 minutes from now, WoW Classic goes live. So between the start and end of this episode, World of Warcraft Classic will have launched. Interesting. Coincidentally, yeah. this is a Ronin Geek Classic because we are, of course, Alex Austin and Rob. And we are liking Adam today. So Adam has has ducked out on us. Uh, I have no idea where he is. He's lost in the mean streets of some city. I don't know where he is. He could be anywhere. He? Actually, he's probably still in Windsor. <laughs> I, I, I have no idea. Yeah. I, I was under the impression that I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. So the uh, if you get lost in Windsor, the city, it eats you up, right? I guess. Yeah, yeah. If you're Adam. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, we had a, a a fan of Ronin Geek tell me that they think they might have spotted Adam. So oh, they're probably. asking about his physical description. Yeah. So, and what I said was, well, have you ever seen the Greek god Adonis? And that's how, how I always lead that off. So How do you... What? Yeah. <laughs> just messing. Doesn't look at... Never mind. <laughs> He's a very handsome man. So, Adam, if you're listening to this, we think you're a very handsome man. Alex thinks you're a very handsome man. <laughs> you know how I think. <laughs> oh, man. No, I take it one person who doesn't. What? The baby. <laughs> the yes, baby the still, baby loses it. as far as we know, remains utterly terrified of Adam in, in yeah. every way. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, pretty exciting stuff. So we'll kick it off with some D23 news here. I think we'd like to lead with the uh, – there was about – an extra minute of footage at the end of sort of a Star Wars sizzle reel that they aired at D23. It was on the final day on Sunday. So yep. this has only been up now for like less than 24 hours. I think IGN posted it first. Mm-hmm. And uh, the end of it contains about a minute of brand new footage that has never before been seen of Star Wars Episode Nine: uh, the, the Rise Public. of Skywalker. What's that? By the public. By the public. I assume the editors have seen it. Maybe. Perhaps. <laughs> or they were blindfolded the entire time because J.J. Be, is so secretive. That would be intense. <laughs> That's how they do. That's how JJ does his Star Wars films. I bet. Yeah. So the the people who edit the films have to be blindfolded the entire time. In fact, the people who are not blindfolded are only the actors. Well, it's better that he has the editors do it and not the writers like Ryan Johnson. So <laughs> I had That's to take that absolute <laughs> absolute flaming on Ryan Johnson. There. That's brutal. No, no, no. I mean, like he's he's done great movies. Star Wars, I would not count. Them. Well, they're giving him strangely. A second chance. So with his own trilogy, I don't think that that's strange. Yeah, um, I think that it is ill-advised. Mm. But you know, hey, I think that if he has the content in his hands from front to back, and he's not continuing a series that's been going on for 
uh, yeah. generations effectively at this point. Yeah. Um, he, I think he'll do fine. Mm-hmm. I don't think that I, I don't think that he's incompatible with Star Wars. That's not the case. I think that the storyline that he was given, yeah, he butchered. It's true. Yeah, that's all. It's true. I think that that's and, it. And uh, so maybe he's just a director who doesn't work well within the confines of of uh, of a storyline that's already moving. I don't know. Well, um, it'd be nice to see too, because a lot of directors tend to bring in other people they've worked with in the past who yeah. did who did good work for them. So it would be interesting to see actors like Joseph Gordon-Levitt make it into a Star Wars film. It would be interesting to see a guy like Bruce Willis make it into a Star Wars <laughs> film because he's worked with them in the past. So it does, you know, it does open up the door for him to sort of imprint his own branding on on a film which i don't think he was successful in doing with star wars episode eight no unfortunately not so uh, for anyone who's seen looper uh i don't know was it adam that doesn't like looper i don't think adam didn't like looper oh okay did you like looper yeah I yeah, yeah. Looper was great. so looper was a really good sci-fi but that film was, that was all love it though wasn't it what's that was that all it was bruce willis and joseph gordon levitt yeah yeah no yeah. i know but i didn't think that johnson was a part of that was he ryan johnson directed it are you sure yeah Oh, maybe I'm just remembering. Yeah, it yeah look it up, look it up. But that was kind of his claim to fame before he got into Star Wars. So. Oh, it, did Love it uh, produce it? Maybe, yeah. That might have been it. Yeah. I would guess. Because yeah. I, I thought that he directed it, but he may have just produced it. Yeah, so that was kind of his first film, I think, uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt's first big film, anyway, after uh, um, Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so they they could really do a lot with it, so we'll wait and see. But for this minute of footage that happened right at the end of D23, it, it showcases a few things that I think are, are deserve a mention, and then we'll kind of work our way back through D23 after we do this. Yeah. So we'll hit everything. We'll hit the Marvel stuff. We'll hit all the sure. Star Wars stuff. There's a ton to talk about. So the extra minute of footage showcased a few things. First off, what we saw from the trailer is Poe, Finn, uh, I think Chewbacca and C-3PO getting chased through the desert by some swoop bikers. Um yeah, stormtroopers. I'm I'm going to assume that for some reason they're back on. Um, oh man, the name eludes. Tatooine. No, not Tatooine. Dantooine. No. What? No, they're not. No, Dantooine's not even a desert. Planet. Um, Jakku. Jakku. Yeah, 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 where Ray comes from. I think that that's probably where they are. Yeah. I think that there's more to Jakku than we've seen yet. Yes, I agree. Because there there seems to be stuff that's. It's come up consistently within the realm of the the last three movies, mm-hmm. um, and we don't know why. Well, we know the connection to for people who don't know the connection to the original story or the original trilogy of films would be that this is where the unfilmed this was not put to film yet. It the the fi- like the final major battle between yeah. the Empire and the Rebellion took place was over Jakku. Mm-hmm. Which is why in Star Wars Episode Seven, as Ray traverses the desert, you see the down Star Destroyers and such in the background, and there's a lot of the loot 80s, that yeah. they're collecting from from all the downed Imperial stuff there. Yeah. Uh, so for all intents and purposes, I think that led us to believe that the Empire is essentially dead and the First Order has taken its place. What we no. may find out is Empire's that's not, not the case. Well, that's been I know in, in canon books. they exist in, the canon. in yeah in canon not, they, not the expanded universe in canon right yeah. in canon they exist in the Outer Rim territories, no. but. No, in the core. Oh, in the core. That's right. They still hold Coruscant, don't they? Yeah, they hold core. The Empire still holds Coruscant. Yeah, and they hold uh, the majority of the core systems. Okay, okay. Yeah. So the Empire is still there. So it would be interesting to see the Empire itself make a comeback in Episode Nine. I guess maybe that's kind of what it's okay. suggesting. Yeah. So there is um, a couple things to know going into this. One, JJ has his fingers in this pie, so everything you see is most likely misleading. Mm-hmm. Um. All of those star destroyers that you see in one clip in in the D twenty three clip, yeah, um, could be from a couple of different things. 
And they look like classic Star Destroyers. They do. Yeah, and it's just a flash you get. It's just a flash. Right. Yeah. But And in a stormy environment. And the only other time we've seen the stormy environment was during um, what is essentially like a dream or like a vision, right? Yeah, that's true. So like when we saw Knights of Ren, mm-hmm. it was all in quick flashback. And those, uh, they were, it was storming then too for these like, right. It's like it's symbolic, right? Right. The storm. Yes. So um, seeing all of these Star Destroyers is either symbolic in a vision or mm. if they're actually there. Mm. That shows a significant break in the treaty yeah. um, that was signed where the Empire effectively kind of disarmed. Right. right. So that's why they have to get Lando back is because it's Lando versus the entire Empire. <laughs> Yeah. They had to get they had to get one of the original guys back to fight the original bad guy. I guess, yeah. <laughs> That's well, he he's the only one who hasn't died yet, so I assume Lando's gonna die in this. Yeah, it's, yeah, probably. Um, though, <laughs> we also see at the very end there's a shot with Ray with the, this double blade of the lightsaber. Yes, which a lot of people are like, oh, this has never been done before, which is not true. Um, I mean, double bladed lightsaber in that fashion, at least we haven't seen in the films. But you're saying, yeah. you're asserting that there was actually one. Elsewhere in the Star Wars universe. technically. In, in, um, in current canon universe. In current canon universe. So uh, the Clone Wars series, the Clone Wars animated series, mm-hmm. there's a Besselisk, which is um, a race that everyone's seen, but they may not know by name. Um, think back to the prequels, yep. where Obi-Wan sits at a bar in Coruscant, and there's a, an alien there named Dex that talks to him. He has four arms yep. with the big ridges on his head. Yeah, the big ridges. That's yeah, a Besselisk. Yeah, yep. so there was a Besselisk Jedi during the Clone Wars called... Uh, General Krell. Okay. And he had two double-bladed lightsabers oh, that he used yeah. in combat because he has four arms. Right? Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Um, his lightsabers use the same snapping ce- uh, centerpiece where they're okay. folded on his belt, and then when he pulls them, they snap into... Yeah, so uh, Ray's lightsaber that. is U-shaped with the blades on. Yes. And then as she holds one side of it, the other side flips down to, to form a straight line. Yes. Yeah, it's pretty um, cool looking. It's a cool effect. So what I am assuming... And this is an assumption. Either one, I've called this from the oh, beginning. And by the way, before you finish this statement, Ray does look like a Sith Lord. <laughs> she does look like a Sith in this because it's very dark. She looks right. like she's wearing dark. Uh, her eyes aren't red or anything, but I, it, it just looks very ominous. I mean, the, yeah, then that tends to surface more when they're Yeah, and you mentioned before that in current canon, uh, the kyber crystals are all clear, and it's actually their aura that comes out in the color of the blade. So potentially right. she has turned to evil here. Right, so that's where I'm. I was actually going to go. Is either one of two things. One, I called it. In which case, I'm, that's awesome. If yeah, I did, where yeah. she switches sides, and I would hope that Kylo does as well. Then that would be over sick. <laughs> That'd be cool. But I think most likely this is obviously a huge stab in the eye from uh, JJ, and I I honestly believe that this is a force apparition, similar to how Luke oh, fought himself, where, yeah. where he thought it was Vader. Yeah. Um, that is so heavily done in a lot of different like jedi sure kind of facing the dark sure. side of the force like a manifestation of it yeah happens in all of the books stuff like that yeah so th- having we know that palpatine is somehow in this or or some kind of force apparition of right him. so to assume that ray goes to this location where palpatine is and fights a copy of herself yeah that's dark not surprising to me at all. Yeah, and it looks there's a quick shot of a battle happening, a lightsaber battle happening between Kylo Ren and Rey, uh, on what looks like the wreckage that they of showed the, of uh, the Star Destroyer, yeah, of the Death Star. That's sorry, Death Star. Yeah, yeah, yeah of the Death Star, and uh, this must be reports. on a moon of Endor. 
on one of the moons of Endor that they're that they're doing this. But anyway, it, it shows the battle happening here. So I almost think that like it's possible that uh, her becoming evil is a misdirect for the purpose of the trailer or for the teaser in this case, yeah. and that perhaps. Uh, what's actually happening here is she's trying to stop Kylo Ren from obtaining something that maybe the ghost of Palpatine is trying to get Kylo Ren to come and get to give him more power. Like, I don't know if maybe he had a holocron or something like that, that he wants that he wants Kylo Ren to get a hold of. And that's why he's beckoning them to that place. Or if maybe he just wants the final showdown to take place where where his resting place is. I don't know. It's crazy. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's a, a couple things. If I was Palpatine. And Palpatine is extremely intelligent. Yeah. Um, there's nothing in the series or the books that would lead you to believe otherwise. He's very charismatic. He was a, he was a huge senator at the time, and mm-hmm. obviously he saw how much power he got. But he's also extremely um, strategic yes. over a long periods of time. Yeah. Um, I. He's also an expert at turning people to the dark side. Yes. Yeah. I would not be surprised if he has lured Kylo Ren to him, only to get at Rey. Interesting, and Ray was the one he wanted all along, mm-hmm. and that would that, be that would be similar to what he was doing with Darth Vader. Exactly. Come Return of the Jedi, which is oh, there's this other Jedi who I think is going to be more powerful than you, so I'm going to use you to get to him, and then he's going to kill you and assume his role. Which at my right hand side is a little bit cyclical uh, of the movies. I would kind of hope that that's not the case. Well, because JJ it's a also obvious. loves to do that too. So JJ likes to do that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I mean, interesting. We may just be getting a rehashed version of Return of the Jedi. Okay. <laughs> At this point, yeah. I'd be good with that. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. There, there is a lot of other cool stuff that we saw there. There clearly appears to be a resurgence of new Resistance fighters, um, which does not surprise me if the First Order just tanked a bunch of planets. Right. Uh, people are not going to be happy about that. I mean, even in the current canon lore... Um, all Iranians, when they found out that Alderaan was gone, uh, for a while they, they didn't fully grasp what happened. But when the um, news came out that it was the Empire that did it, yeah, there were full blown riots. Um, okay, all over the place. That's cool. Uh, That's cool. I, yeah, because yeah. I was curious, like when in Episode Seven, and I never really went back to touch on this, but obviously what happened is they used Starkiller Base to destroy Hosnian, the Hosnian Prime system. So like yeah. every planet, every moon in, the, in that system and completely wipe it out. And the Hosnian system uh, in, in current canon was the seat of the New Republic uh, uh, power. Yeah, yeah but the, right? the, their power base, from what I understood, moved between systems. Mm. It was like, there was decentralized. Sure. Uh, but yeah, at the time, yeah. it was there. So, but one thing they didn't do in 8 that wasn't a very good job is they didn't deal with the fallout, of the many things they didn't do well, but they didn't deal with the fallout of the events of yeah. Episode 7. So, for instance, if you don't know already, spoilers here, the death of Han Solo. <laughs> so, the death of Han yeah. Solo was one, and then second was the destruction of Hosnian Prime. So, and then, uh, and then, did anybody else not find out about Starkiller Base? Because it's this massive base that, that just blew up an entire system of planets. Nobody's asking questions about, like, hey, like, where did this come <clears> from? Yeah, unfortunately, we haven't gotten a lot of that. This is one of those situations where there's too little information <laughs> um, directly because that this is being done in a movie format. Right. Where this story, unfortunately, would be better told over a longer period of time. Yeah. Because it's trying to become more complex in yeah. this current day and age, and it is failing because they are squishing everything. Yeah. And it's, it's almost like... Um... I mean, the whole current trilogy for the mainline Star Wars series is just, it's its all been about sort of the end game of whatever happens between striking balance between the light and dark side of the Force, yeah. right? 
So uh, in my mind, episode eight probably should, should have been the first part of two of the end game of whatever happens here. And then uh, episode nine would be the final whatever they yeah. choose to do with it. Yeah. So, um, yeah. That's why I'm actually I, – I do advocate them making this into a two-part movie. Yeah. Because they just don't have the time. I, I would have liked to see that. In fact, I predicted it would happen, but they just didn't do it. Well, we don't know that. Well, I don't know. We don't know. Oh, they could still do it, man. They could. Dude, that'd be now, the biggest upset of all time. If now, JJ I don't that. think that they will yeah. at this point. I don't think that they will. I think they I, would have focused on the other stuff. To be honest, I hope they do, though. Yeah. I really hope they do. Because so, at, at this point, we are missing a, yeah. effectively a movie's worth of information That's we right. should have gotten by now. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. It's true. And then, uh, especially also because uh, Star Wars Episode Eight took place over the course of. What's probably like just a few days, you know what I mean, and yeah. uh, and we just didn't get a whole lot out of it. No. So yeah. Anyway, uh, the other thing I noticed in this one minute of content that we're still talking about here, seventeen minutes in, is uh, <laughs> is that it looked like it was an evil C three PO. It was a C three PO with red eyes. Did you catch that? It could have been a different droid entirely. Oh, as a misdirect. Okay, hold on a second. But was I'm it, pretty was sure it that gold. Was, I'm pretty sure I it was a gold C three PO with red eyes. Oh damn! I was hoping that it was the one from the comics. So, but it, it might, could be. It could be. It could be three uh, PX. Dude, it's I can see them totally coloring him just for the but trailer. If that was the case, then that would be Doctor Afra Afra's uh, droids, which are assassination droids. Interesting. But they, but they were during the the era of uh, Darth Vader. They'd oh, be okay. gone now. Okay. I think. Well, no, they could. Tech- I, sorry, I haven't uh, followed that that comic stream even close enough that right. I should have. Um, but it would be neat if that was the case. Uh, 3PX, though, was a different droid, not those two, um, that looked like C-3PO, but is an assassination unit. Um, yeah, so it looks like, uh, from what it looks like, he's actually sitting in, I think he's sitting in the Millennium Falcon. Can you pass it to me? Yeah, okay. sure, I'll just pause it here for you so you can just take a quick look. Uh, and... Oh, actually, Ray cuts a tree in half of the lightsaber, which is she pretty does, cool, yeah. too. I actually thought that was kind of cool looking, visually speaking. Oh, it's extremely cool. Looking. Well, that, that is the one thing, right? No matter the storyline, the visual. Okay, so here is C three PO with red eyes. Oh, interesting, um, huh? Are you sure this is the Falcon? I don't know. I, I don't know what it is. I just assume it's a ship. This does not look like the layout of the cockpit of the Falcon. No, it, it doesn't really. I was just taking a stab. Huh. It'd be interesting to see if there was uh, a line of droids that are similar to a C-3PO model that they use to uh, there are try to kill them. So that'd be cool if no, they worked that in this film. They're in, they're in there. And then uh, the only things that are absent so far from from the collateral for this movie are things like the Knights of Ren. We still don't know if they're going to make an appearance. I think they are. It, well, I mean, I was thinking it could just be, too, that they're a part of Kylo Ren's past at this point, that maybe he's already well, taken care of them, so to speak. Gonna be, there's going to be a comic for them coming out. Oh, good. Finally. Um, yeah. Far um, after the fact when it matters. I think that they may make an appearance in the movie. I don't know for a fact. We haven't seen them actually in uh, the movies themselves. But like for some, for a company that's saying these movies should be all you need yeah. at the end of the day, that is a big plot hole. Yep, it is. I mean, the fact that they're doing a comic thing about it, great. Yeah. I'm happy, I'm happy for that. But you cannot... Yeah, it was just like it was such a it's such a big deal, right? Because they were essentially other students, right? The way that they led us to believe, yeah, that fell that, that, that fell, fell along well. with Kylo 
yeah. and and left, and we they just aren't mentioned. And we still don't know who Ren is. <laughs> uh, what do you mean? Like who is Ren? Because they're all the Knights of Ren, and then you have Kylo Ren, and I think all those guys had a no, name. No, I think it's Kylo something. Kylo Ren. Ren is his name. Like he's taken that name. So they're knights of him. Yeah. Okay, I got you. Yeah, they're like his entourage. Yeah, I was thinking like maybe it was somebody else they were serving. No. Yeah. No. Yeah, they were. Uh, they were. Their beneficiary was essentially the First Order. Okay. With Snoke. Yeah. Makes sense. Which apparently Snoke isn't fully gone or something. I don't know. I haven't heard anything about that. The only other rumor I've heard from the film itself, I've heard a couple. These may or may not be true. Uh, the scene where they're going to retouch the scene where Luke Skywalker attacks. Uh, then Ben Solo, now Kylo Ren, uh, in his hut before he fell, and uh, apparently they're going to show that there's someone else in 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 bed with him or in the room with them, is what I heard. And then so there's a third party involved in that. And then oh. the other rumor I heard is a zero G lightsaber duel. Okay, zero G lightsaber duel that would be kind of neat. Yeah, it'd be interesting. I mean, it hasn't been done yet, so that's that that'd be cool. Yeah. Um, the, the other news though that there's another person in that hut. I'm sorry. Um, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, if it if it in any way sets the record straight about you know episode eight, like I'd be all for it. But I just don't really want to retouch on anything that happened in that film. Just don't. Yeah. At this point, it, it too painful. Like, I get like, it. I mean, the the characters didn't react, mention anybody else being there. They would have. Yeah. They would have. Yeah. You guys, damage is done. You either redo the movie, yeah, or you move the fuck on at this point. The camera pans up and it's like Palpatine like, if in the corner. Looking in through, <laughs> if there's somebody looking in through a window and they didn't know it was there, fine. Sure, yeah, sure, yeah, they could get away. But with if that. there was somebody else in the damn thing, and that, like, no. But I think JJ would know that they could get away with somebody looking in through the window. hundred so, percent. Yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. So we'll move on now to the other Star Wars news that came out of this because there's some other big. Heavy-hitting news here. First off, we want to talk about the Clone Wars TV series is coming back and, a, and, and for its season seven, I believe. And then yeah, right. Resistance will end after its second season. So it's about to end, and really? Clone Wars is coming back. Uh, only two seasons for Resistance? I thought so. Maybe it's a third season. Maybe but anyway, third. Resistance is ending either way. And uh, so if you're already all caught up on that, this next season will be the last season. And Clone Wars is apparently coming back. I wonder if uh, Resistance is ending because it's kind of been a bit of, bit of a wet noodle. Yeah, and, and, and it takes place in um, in the current, like the newer universe, right? Like yeah. the, the, the newer trilogy of films. Yeah. And I think maybe they don't have as much of a story to tell there. Well, it's, so. it's I mean, they I mean, have... They, they should have, tell more of a story there. They have but. so much freedom there. Why are they... Oh, man. I know. It's like they're letting Galaxy's Edge tell you the story. <laughs> Just go to Galaxy's Edge. <sighs> anyway, so <laughs> uh. it's exhausting, but that's what's going on. So there was a screenshot that came out a of Galaxy's um, Edge takes Ahsoka. Place, uh, Galaxy's Edge takes place during the uh, Galactic Civil War, doesn't it? No, it doesn't. No, it takes place during the new films. But it's before Han dies. I think so. Because he's a part of the attractions. Yeah. So it'd be like basically, yeah, you know, simultaneous or just before episode seven or thereabouts. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, go on. And then on top of that, there's going to be. It is confirmed now because Ewan McGregor took the stage an Obi Wan series for Disney Plus. Yeah, which is pretty cool. That's that's not a surprise. There was a there's so much talk about it being a movie, but it wasn't even just fan talk. There was like 
there were conversations going on for a while. Now. Yeah, we all thought it was going to be um, one of the anthology films, so one of the Star Wars a story films, and yeah. uh, thankfully it didn't turn into that. I'd rather see a series, maybe. And this allegedly is supposed to take place eight years after um, the Battle of Mustafar. Good. So yeah, so there'll be a good chunk of time that's passed. So in the in the universe he lives in, then because this is still some time before yeah. A New Hope, uh, in the universe he lives in, uh, Darth Vader is is alive and well. He's kicking. Yeah. He's taking out Jedi left, right, and center. He's hunting them all down, mm-hmm. and uh, and the Empire is reaching the peak of its power. Right. So it's going to be interesting to see how they work in Obi Wan back into this this timeline and sort of uh, all the characters that kind of come in along with that. That'll be really cool to see. Um, there's been allusions to who he's been talking with. He's been talking with the Force Ghost of Qui Gon uh, up and up when he's on Tatooine. It'd be so sweet if they brought Liam Neeson back for that. Uh, it'd be neat. Um, I would like to see where the series goes. I think it's a better choice to make it as a TV series nowadays. Yeah. I think I think that's my answer to almost everything. He's been though. talking to the Force Ghost of Darth Maul's lower half. Um, <laughs> Darth Maul's not dead yet. In that His time. lower half is dead. Nope. <laughs> no, he's he's on robot legs. Nah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> there's there's a lot that you are, you miss out on if you're not watching the animated You're series. right. Yeah, I should I should be watching the animated series. I would love um, to see Darth Maul at the peak of his powers like a like a crime to lord. Be, to be honest with you, there's a list uh where you can cut out the majority, not the majority, of, but you can cut out a very ch- high big chunk of uh Clone oh, Wars. Oh, good tip. Yeah, it's okay. uh, I think it's on Reddit too. You can find nice. it there. But it's all over the internet. If you just type in like Clone Wars uh episode list, yeah. they they break it all up into chunks. Yeah. So like you watch consistent arcs. And it all flows together. You don't miss anything worthwhile. Uh, That's and, good. Uh, by dodging the other episodes. The episodes that you're dodging are filler episodes. You know what? I'll commit to doing that when uh, maybe Disney Plus comes out. Yeah. So I'll commit to doing it and uh, trying to catch up on I mean, it's Clone on Wars. Netflix. Oh, it is on Netflix, isn't it? Yeah. Currently. It right and I'm sure, I'm sure it'll translate right over into Disney Plus once uh, yeah. they get that rocking and rolling. So the Star Wars Episode Nine poster, this is more Star Wars news from D23. It prominently fe- prominently features uh, Emperor Palpatine in the background, uh, along with Rey and Kylo dueling with lightsabers. Um, so kind of an interesting thing that uh, Emperor Palpatine is going to play such, uh, apparently such a massive role in this film that he made the poster, and he's the largest character on think, the poster. Because I think the idea is that he's manipulating things. Right, right. right. He's manipulating things the whole Good time. Good old Sheev Palpatine. Hell yeah. <laughs> what um, a guy, huh? What a guy. Yeah, Darth Sidious. <laughs> Let's see. And then the last bit of Star Wars news, of course, is the Mandalorian trailer for Disney+. Plus. That was so awesome. It is awesome. And for me, this was actually the highlight of everything that kind of came out of this for Star Wars. Uh, there's some definite points of interest in there. Uh, first off, IG-88, baby. It's, <laughs> it's IG-11. What's that? It's IG-11. Oh, God damn it. But yeah. close enough. So an IG unit. It's an IG unit. Mercenary, yeah. presumably. Uh, bounty hunter, probably. Okay, yeah, is is shooting up a place. And yeah. uh, there's a cool scene, a, a quick, it was only like 10 seconds long, but a quick fight that happens between uh, the Mandalorian, whatever his name might end up being, and also some some goons. And uh, one of the goons gets caught up in one of the doors that closes, like yes, the like six-sided a, door. An Irish door. And they cut it off right before the guy gets cut in half. Yeah. So. <laughs> So anyway, I think this looks freaking sweet, man. Uh, so th- this is interesting. Can you IMDb this really quick? Sure thing. Um, find out who's playing the droid. Do we know? Uh, no, but we can probably find out. Okay, so that's because I actually have a theory based on another theory rumor that I heard, and I'm going to laugh really hard. Taika Waititi, is that what you're thinking? No. No? Because Taika Waititi's in this. Yeah. 
Let's see. Um, it could be <laughs> Werner Herzog, the director, who's acting in this, which is so bizarre. Um, That's not that bizarre. I mean, hell, even... Um, Nick Nolte's going to be in this? Yeah. Um, uh, oh, my God. <laughs> George Lucas was in the movies. Which uh, one? Yeah, he plays a Pantoran. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Oh. Put himself in his own series. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. That's a cool thing. <laughs> Getting into IMDb right now. Um, and is it is it guaranteed that Pedro Pascal is playing the Mandalorian? Yes, that that he Are is playing sure? the title character. Yeah, in fact, on IMDb, he's even credited as the Mandalorian. Okay. Eight episodes. I'm assuming that he is playing the Mandalorian. Then interesting, though, that there's some other actors. Uh, one actor named Brendan Wayne who's credited with five episodes. Jamal Antar credited with two episodes. So there could be things in here that we'll be able to ascertain about the story early there's on. There's also somebody else who's really big that's showing up in one too. There's a bunch of people. Gina Carano is going to be nice. in at least one episode, if not. I would guess she's going to be in more because she plays a, a character named Cara Dune. She could either end up being a love interest or a rival for the Mandalorian yeah. because I believe she's also uh, she was a, she's an ex soldier, I believe, resistant soldier or something like that. Mm-hmm. So a rebel soldier, and then uh, Giancarlo Esposito, who of co- who of course played um, uh, Gus Fring in yeah. Breaking Bad, so he's going to be in this. Yes, Werner Herzog, the director, Nick Nolte. Um, other actors you may know, Taika Waititi, who obviously is the director for the Thor, uh, yeah. Thor films, and uh, and uh, What We Do in the Dark, and then Carl Weathers, the isn't it What We Do in the Shadows. What we do in the shadows? What did yes. I say? What we do in the dark? No. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Almost the same. Great movie. You and it, seen it's it? an amazing movie. Oh, yeah. yeah, for people who haven't seen it. And then Carl Weathers, of course, he is um, Apollo Creed in uh, the Rocky two uh, one through four. Uh, yeah, one no, I three. was just I was gonna laugh really hard if Pascal's playing IG eleven, and uh, the Mandalorian's a woman. That would be funny. No, but they've already shown Gina Carano in costume. I'm not saying so. it could be her, though. It could be somebody else. Yeah, it's true. I assume true. that Pedro Pascal is playing the Mandalorian. That's my assumption. But yeah. I'm saying that's funny if it isn't clear who's playing IG-11. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. Could go anyway. Could be somebody we know or don't know. Yeah. One thing I thought was really interesting about the trailer is uh, the overall visual quality of it. I was pretty impressed by. Yes. So I like. It felt like a Star Wars. It did. Yeah. And that's what impressed me so much about it is it didn't feel cheap or sort of copped out in any way. It no. looks good. Yes. It looks genuinely very, very good. Uh, just based on the 45 seconds of actual footage you get to see. Yeah. So uh, for all intents and purposes, this is Star Wars. And uh, and what's exciting is this actually comes out over, uh, over like, I guess, about a month before Star Wars Episode Nine. Mm-hmm. So this is technically the next, you know, sort of bunch of Star Wars content that we're going to get out of the live action content is going to be The Mandalorian. I want to know the name of The Mandalorian. Because know, there is a lot of prominent Mandalorians in the extended universe. Yeah. And I'm wondering if it's going to be one. Maybe of them. maybe he's just called the Mandalorian the whole time. Maybe, but I but I think that there's going to be an actual name to the character. There's uh, it reminds me actually. There's shots in this, and the way they talk about it reminds me of like uh, like a Sergio Leone spaghetti western yeah. kind of situation. Well, that was and, the feel there. I think they were going for in right? in um in Once Upon a Time in the West. Of course, the main protagonist is just called Harmonica. <laughs> So yeah, which is kind of funny. So and, and they, they, may, they could and take they that may route. Do that. They yeah. may do that. They, they, we we may never know the name of the Mandalorian. We may never see his face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which I think would be entertaining. It'd be interesting um, to see that. I, I think it's possible. Or maybe though. they reveal it like at the last second of like episode eight or something. Yeah, maybe. And it's it's uh, oh, what's his name now? <laughs> <sighs> 
So Pedro Pascal, yeah, playing, I don't know, burned up Emperor Palpatine playing the Mandalorian. <laughs> well, thing is, like <laughs> Pedro Pascal's playing the character. To our knowledge, he is certainly playing potentially the voice of the character. Yeah, but we know that, uh, like Vader. If your voice is being used, does not necessarily mean that you are the character. Yeah. Wouldn't it be sweet if he crossed paths with guys like Han Solo or Luke Skywalker? I think that we'll see um, a we'll potentially see some cameo. Yeah. Of characters that we know from the movies. Yeah. Um, I will not be surprised if we see um, potentially Fett at some point. Oh yeah, absolutely, Boba um, Fett. Yeah. To confirm he's made it out of the Sarlacc, which they have not done yet. Right. In the, in the current canon. Right. Um, I would be super impressed if we see some of the old clones showing up. That would be cool. Because some of the old clones, it's assumed that they went back to Mandalore and resettled. That would be so cool. Uh, so That would be a great plot piece to tie into. Yeah. That would be awesome. Technically, we know what uh, happened to Rex because uh, Rex from the animated series, so not a character you would know, actually yeah. shows up, uh, is a character in uh, the third movie, Return of the Jedi. He's actually there on Endor. Interesting. Yeah. He's, huh. just, he's just one of the actors who kind of could potentially look like yeah, that. Yeah, so the, they, the, the prevailing theory it. is that this is him. Well, it was confirmed. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. It huh. was confirmed that it was him, that's but awesome. though I don't think when they shot at the time that it was actually sure. But it just kind of fit the fit. It the fits, bill. So they're like, "Yeah, totally. Why not? Hell yeah! So. <laughs> Whatever you guys want." And then I believe that's the end of the Star Wars news prevailing from D twenty three, which happened over the weekend. Cool. So a lot of good stuff, man. A lot of good stuff to showcase regarding Star Wars. I was pretty well, impressed. Oh, with well, that. they're in recovery mode right now. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, so, absolutely. And I'm wondering if we're going to be seeing anything new from on on the game front cuz EA got uh thrashing. Oh, dude, thrashing. after the last one and and the whole thing regarding loot boxes, like that was an absolute disaster. Last if year. you pick up the game now on sale, it's a fantastic game. Oh, I've heard it's awesome. Yeah. 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 But uh I would hope that if they do make another one, which is not clear yet, uh that they would have it uh, they would take all of the stuff to heart that they screwed up. Well, EA does seem to prefer to sit on their Star Wars license versus creating games around it. So Disney will not stand for that, though. Well, they, they I, I wish Disney would just take it back and just do their own thing. They might. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, there was, there, was, there was a lot of talk that that might happen. Yeah. They, they could do something in-house, and they could attract so much talent to do it as well. Are you kidding me? And if they uh, said, hey, we're going to make Star Wars games, but we need a crew... You know how many people would Dude, be applying for that job? Almost every person in the industry would be going to try and do it right now because Disney is so hot right now. That would be the place to be. So, uh, and uh, yeah, it's pretty exciting. So now I guess we'll get into the uh, Marvel news that came mm-hmm. in and around D23 as well. We'll go ahead and cut away for a second. We'll be right back with that. Right, so coming on the heels of D23 was actually a bit of news regarding Spider-Man and the MCU and Sony wanting to take him back fully for themselves. And that has happened now. So just over the weekend. 
So that was officially happening. It's official. It has happened. So a couple things came out of this. First off, uh, there are no current Spider-Man films in the works uh, under the MCU banner with Marvel Studios. Yeah. Uh, Spider-Man will no longer appeal as a side appear as a side character in any of the upcoming Marvel films that we know of. So another big piece of news is Tom Holland will still play Spider-Man. Oh. And and the writers of the last two Spider-Man films will be the writers of the next film, which allegedly oh. they're doing as a sequel to the current two films in the Tom Holland universe. Good. So interestingly, they might actually pull this off. So the only thing they don't have yet is I think John well- John Wells maybe is the name the director's name of the original t- of the first two Spider-Man films from Tom Holland and he's done a great job. I don't know if they got him back yet or not. I think Marvel is also trying to get him to work on projects. So but chances are if they at least have the writers and they have Tom Holland, uh, hopefully that's enough talent to pull off an actual good film in that universe in the Sony side. The um, side yeah. And I think what's going to be interesting here is the conceit is moving back into sony i think they're going to lean into the fact that everyone will at least for the viewers will still kind of assume that if the marketing looks similar and it's less tom holland that it's for all intents and purposes still taking place in that world that'll be the assumption i think they move forward with so they don't they aren't going to make any big you know world changing story moves that might affect that in case they have a chance at another at another collaboration in the future that makes sense like leave everything on the table. So right now we're looking at what's essentially suspended in stasis. Yeah, yeah. I think um, honestly they just they just want the glory. They want all the money. They want the glory. They have the ability to do it, and they have the money to do it. So, but this we need to recall is sparked because Disney wanted more money. Probably no, no, no. Yeah, that is what happened. I would guess they wanted more money, more creative control. More, Which I'm not more, saying they didn't earn it. I bet they also came to the table and said they wanted more. Spider-Man properties, aka Venom, <laughs> which Sony won't do at this point because they're already heavily invested in Venom. I don't know why they are. The well, first movie was garbage. Well, it was garbage, but it made a billion dollars. Yeah. So guarantee I mean, the. Uh, I, okay, I'm not gonna guarantee it, but I don't think a second one will do very well. I don't think there will be a second Venom movie on its no, there own. Is. There is really. Yeah. Okay. See, I my understanding is they are definitely doing one with Spider-Man involved as well. Yeah. So Tom Holland Spider-Man. But uh, I just I wasn't sure if they were going to reboot Venom or kind of keep it going or what the case was. But it did they, make a billion dollars. So. I hope they reboot it. I hope they reboot it. But we cannot have another Spider-Man reboot. I will fucking kill myself. <laughs> There's been so many memes about Spider-Man reboots oh online. <laughs> like one of them said, like it showed like a Spider-Man with like a gun. It said Spider-Man like so depressed about a fourth restart that he just yeets Uncle Ben himself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd watch oh, that. I was dying when I saw that. It was a really good one. So the memes have been great. But yeah, this is pretty shocking because I think a lot of people really liked uh, Tom Holland in the MCU, including myself. I thought he was a great addition as Spider-Man. And uh, man, it's it's a shame to see him, you know, potentially not having a collaboration with the great characters that are currently in the MCU in the future. The big one being Deadpool. Oh, my God. It sucks so bad. Yeah. I really wanted to see him and Deadpool in a film together. Yeah. Yeah. For those who don't know, in the comics, Deadpool is obsessed with Spider-Man. His costume is even a takeoff of Spider-Man's costume. Uh, so it would have been great to see a team up 
between uh, Tom Holland and Ryan Reynolds in yeah. a, in a great in a great offshoot film, even just a one off, yeah. you know, even just a side story or something. Yeah. You know, that would have been really good, like a road trip kind of film or something would be really good to see uh, in that universe. Anyway, so that's probably not going to be a possibility in the near future, unfortunately. Um, and this is also interesting to me because Sony also had great success with Into the Spider-Verse. They have hinted there's a second one in development. So it's just interesting to me that you know, riding on, on, on the heels of what, what I think might actually be the best Spider-Man film ever made is Into the Spider-Verse. Um, they've actually now secured a second Spider-Man property they'll also be developing simultaneously. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Into the Spider-Verse, uh, they've got three movies planned, to my knowledge. Um, and they've got... Uh, they've got that going for them. I think the end of the Spider Verse stuff is gonna be great. Um, I don't know. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. Yeah, yeah. Wait and see. Hopefully, it's good. Yeah, yeah I, I'm sure we'll know soon enough what what exactly it is they have planned. I mean, the problem, the the fear I have is that we have seen Sony behind the wheel on Spider Man movies in the past. Yeah, the, that is not a surprise. Bit of information. They've never done well. Nope. On their own. In fact, I think that they produced what is, in my opinion, the worst Spider-Man film made to date, which is The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Um, yeah. It was absolutely, it was, a, it was a nightmare of a film. Absolute nightmare. I hated it. So, yeah. um, and uh, I feel like they went far out of their way to make me hate a Spider-Man film. So, yeah. 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 I mean, the missteps of the past, I think, might have been, you know, you, you could almost chalk it up to just... You know, disagreements between, you know, Sam Raimi and a studio, for instance, when it comes to Spider-Man 3 from yep. the Tobey Maguire series. But there were still redeeming qualities of that film. And uh, there, uh. Are, there are no redeeming qualities of The Amazing Spider-Man 2. It is just a terrible movie. I still remember they didn't want to let Raimi do, I think it was originally going to be Sandman and Vulture, I think were going to be yes. the, the ones. Yeah. And they're like, no, nah, nobody wants Vulture. You have to do that. And then, Venom. like, we saw Vulture in one of the more recent movies yeah. with Spider-Man, and it was probably one of the best It villains. was so good, and he did such a great job being, he was the the also the father of Peter Parker's love interest in that film, and the tension was so good. It was yeah. so good, and they had kind of a sort of shocker in that too, yeah. which was interesting. But um, no, they did a really good job with it. So, you know, it's a shame that, they can't use some of that storyline to to further the Spider-Man story because Spider-Man has been dealing with the fallout of like like the the Stark and Alien technology. You know what I mean? Yeah. In his films, it's been kind of his role in that universe. But uh, they can't really do that in the next Spider-Man. Sony can't because technically that hasn't happened in their universe. But again, they also can't do something that will disagree with that universe at this point. Yeah, because it just wouldn't make it. it just especially with Tom Holland playing Spider-Man, it would be so bizarre. If they made a misstep like that, uh huh. So they've got to be careful. They yeah. got a really bizarre line to tread here. It'll be interesting to see what comes out of it. So, other big D twenty three news that actually happened uh, regarding Marvel. So, this is what Disney had presented. So, there are now more new shows coming to Disney Plus. Three more, as a matter of fact, to do with Marvel properties. That's good. Yeah. Uh, like you have to understand, at the end of the day, I enjoy what Disney's doing, and I'm always on Disney's side where I can be. So I'm I'm hoping that the, this goes as well as it can be. Well, I'll see if you like this. So we got She-Hulk series. Yeah, which so, I think is overdue. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. We got a Moon Knight series. I know. I was commenting. Yeah, yeah. I was laughing because I was like, "You bitch about it enough on a podcast." 
We've mentioned Moon Knight multiple times on this podcast regarding Marvel news and, and where is Moon Knight and why haven't they used that property yet? And here we are, and apparently they have been developing a property. It's just a TV property. And that's I'm fine. okay with that. Yeah, it'll be good. I'm actually, I prefer that. So, And then uh, Miss Marvel as well will we'll grace the MCU in a television show as well on Disney+. Plus. Oh, is she? Yep. Yep, Miss Marvel. Interesting. Yep. So now this is in addition Same to- actress. What's that? Same actress. Oh, I, I assume. Don't know. I don't know. Larson? No, this is Miss Marvel. Oh, Miss Marvel. Yeah, not not Captain Marvel. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I think I think she I thought she was a protege of Captain Marvel, though. I'll be honest, I don't know. Yeah. Well, we'll look it up and maybe bring you know it next who would time. Know? But... The guy who's not here. Yeah, the guy who's not here would know. Yeah. <laughs> Adam. So and then on top of that Actually, I have somebody on, on Discord I've been talking to recently. I could probably message them right now and ask them. You should ask them. Yeah, yeah I'll go cover I'm, the not, rest I'm not gonna do that. Throughout. And then uh we also have Falcon and the Winter Soldier, of course, already slated to come to Disney Plus. We have Loki ser- series coming to Disney Plus starring uh Tom Hiddleston. Uh WandaVision is another show starring, of yeah. course, Wanda and I Vision. Think, I think that they need somebody who makes titles to be fired and replaced by somebody who knows how to make titles for these damn shows. Probably. Because if you've been looking at some of the Disney show titles that they've been putting out, it's not impressive. It's not not great. Their naming their naming conventions not great. And then, of course, the <laughs> final show is the Hawkeye show, so that's also coming. Yeah. Oh man, because Hawkeye, I think, is a character that could benefit from being in a show. Yeah. I mean, we've seen the Arrow show be made, so we know that a guy with a bow can make a show. Oh, totally. Um, whether or not <laughs> if it's worth watching is up for debate. Uh, but I think in the Marvel universe, where things are a little bit more high powered, Hawkeye will benefit from that. Okay. Um, so I think that the Hawkeye show can be good, and I think that it will potentially be very good. Yeah. But is one of those things that's like we'll have to wait and see. But, yeah. But a lot of people are like knocking it. Because it's Hawkeye. Yeah. Shrug. But at the same time, yeah, he's he's been interesting to watch develop over the series of movies that totally. we've watched. Totally. And yeah, obviously with his transition into Ronin for Endgame was pretty awesome. And I'm that thinking, was a good turn. I'm thinking that that's probably what the series is going to focus on. Yeah. I, I think him transitioning into Ronin. It would be cool. Actually, I would really like to see a story that takes place in present day as far as after Endgame is concerned. Yeah. Uh, and would, and then maybe maybe flashing back to his journey as Ronin, which to, was to be honest, that's probably most li- blood and, and, and murder. That's so. probably most likely what they will do. Yeah. And that this will be a show of him passing the torch. Yeah, so hopefully he finds redemption and then uh, and then hopefully he's able to pass the torch and uh should be interesting. Yeah. Should to his daughter, right? Yeah. To should his daughter is my back. understanding. What's her name? Kate? Kate? That's the name that comes to mind, but I might be wrong. Yeah. And then Falcon and the Winter Soldier, of course, will be interesting. This will be in regards to Falcon's transition uh, into Sam Wilson's transition into Captain America, presumably. Yeah, I'm interested to see how that happens because he doesn't have the serum to give him that like super strength or right. anything like that. So he's right. got to rely more on tech. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we know he can unless, fight already. Unless they get him the serum somehow. Yeah. Maybe he still has wings. Maybe he's like just a flying Captain America who can blow things up. But who would they trust that serum with? Would it be Banner? Oh, good point. Like who? Probably who, not. <laughs> who has the, who has the serum, right? Because at this point, he's just permanent Hulk. He's just Gray Hulk. Well, I mean, yeah, but I'm wondering though if like did they take Rogers' blood and could they then make a new serum using it? Yeah, 
That's would, the assumption. I would like to see a superpowered Sam Wilson. I think that would be cool. I think it'd be cool. Yeah, too. yeah, it'd be a nice. I think twist that, on I, it. but I also think he kind of needs it. Yeah, I agree. To to be Captain America. Yeah, to power him up a bit. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that he doesn't have a good skill set on his own. He obviously does. He's been playing yeah. a character up to this point, and he's been doing a very, very good job right. of it. But that character relies on technology that the new Captain America may... Well, and also they used kind of the, the, the sort of limitations of his training as well. So, for instance, like, uh, or I guess the exceptions of his training. So, yeah. for instance, when they're having to battle, like, uh, on the bridge in, in Winter Soldier, yeah. uh, he's he's definitely engaging in tactics that would not be foreign to, like, an actual soldier on a battlefield, right? The yeah. way he's fighting and the way he's seeking cover and the way he's using the cover, like all of that, I think, really speaks to the fact that, that he's a soldier first. And uh, yeah, it would be interesting to see um, uh, maybe a superpowered version of that. So, would be. Yeah, we'll see what happens there. And then uh, Loki should be interesting, of course. But yeah, there's uh, just an absolute ton of content in the works for Marvel right now. <laughs> the the um, Loki thing kills me still because it's like, you guys killed the character. Yeah. And that was a, obviously a fan mistake as far as like fans were like, why would you do right, this? Right, right. Um, I understand why they did it in the movie, but now the fact that they have backpedaled it, they have found a window yep. to backpedal in. Yep. And they backpedaled so fast through that window. Yep. It's like, ugh. And now, now they have uh, relatively evil Loki again. <laughs> so is, is what they were trying to backpedal to. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So. so interesting to see that. I'm not a fan of how they accomplished it. I like the actor enough to forgive them, obviously, because yeah. I will watch this show. What's yeah? What's really interesting about Loki is as a show and as a, as a property they're using now is this Loki effectively takes place on a different MCU timeline. Think about that. Because or at least in, starts that way. Or at least starts that way. Because in Endgame, of course, they have to jump through time, right? And what they explained was if you change something and an event happens, that now becomes a new timeline. And it doesn't affect the future. Yes. Right? So this effectively, because things have gone have been affected in the past, even though they went and put back the Infinity Stones or whatever, I think this still effectively puts that on a different timeline. For instance, like Captain America fighting Captain America in that same scene. Mm-hmm. With Loki, that would have definitely set into, into course a different set of events, right? Yes. So uh, I, I think it's effectively a different MCU uh, universe here. Uh, some interesting stuff. Yeah, yeah. There I can't wait to see how they handle stuff. it, man. I can't wait to see how they handle it. So another big announcement that was made was just uh, the Black Widow movie poster. So they did finally reveal that, although there was no trailer. Uh, they also showcased the white Black Black Widow. Uh, uniform, which is likely for a snow battle that takes place between her mm-hmm. and Taskmaster in the film. And uh, what's interesting about the poster, though, is it features a bearded Red Guardian, played by David Harbour. Red Guardian? Yep. Sort of, uh, he's the Russian Captain America. Oh. And when I first when I first read about this, before I saw the poster, I thought they were talking about the Guardian, yeah. who is also called Vindicator, <laughs> and who's the leader of Alpha Flight. So I thought for a split second that Alpha Flight was going to be in this, which yeah. would have been sick, but it wouldn't have made much sense. So it makes yeah. much more sense that he's going to be the Red Guardian, which I, is... They should make an Alpha Flight show. Dude, they needed to just do Alpha Flight in... I thought Deadpool would be the best place to do Alpha Flight. Yeah, you were saying. Because yeah. some of the characters are kind of over the top, and like it would, be, it would just be yeah. a really cool like puck. Like, come on. Yeah. He's a guy whose power is to, like, try to do ball and roll into people. So, like, I, I think... <laughs> and then they have a big, like, uh, Sasquatch guy. Yeah. And I thought that they could just totally stand in Chewbacca for Sasquatch, which would be so freaking funny. So they could do a lot with it. There was a there was a comic book 
where I think Indiana Jones uh, finds the Falcon, and, yes. and, and inside is is Han. Yeah, it was a, it and, was then, a and, and Chewbacca shot. is the Sasquatch. Yeah, it yeah. was it was a one shot deal. Yeah, and he ends yeah. up finding the 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 skeleton of Han Solo or something like yeah. that. So yeah, really goofy. But uh, interestingly, yeah, I, I mean I, they could do it now. They own all of the. They stuff. could. Well, they technically don't own Indiana Jones though, right? So. I gotta go back and find that. I basically wrote the entire plot line of that Deadpool film that. and posted it to Twitter and uh, trying to get the attention of uh, of Marvel and, and the directors. I, I better I gotta rehash it and redo that because I thought it was I thought it was gold. I think it could work. I don't so, know, but it does prominently we'll feature the Millennium Falcon and Chewbacca. So, <laughs> so oh, which for no. Deadpool it would work. For they Deadpool, could do it. I don't know, man. So and then uh, then the last bit of news to come out of this was they revealed a poster for um, the Eternals. So and the poster yes. actually had what looks like each of the Eternals quote Eternals characters in costume as an Eternal, whatever mm-hmm. that means. We I don't know. I haven't read the comic, right. and uh, it, it looks interesting. It looks interesting. So Angelina Jolie is featured in on there as an as an Eternal. Mm-hmm. Same thing with uh, Richard Madden, who you might know as um, as um, uh, from Game of Thrones, Rob, Rob Stark from yes. Game of Thrones. And then uh, Kumail Nanjiani is on there, the comedic actor. Of course, he's going to play a prominent mm-hmm. role in this as well. So there's a lot of well-known actors in this show. Uh, what's interesting, though, is uh, Kit Harington has joined the cast huh. for the uh, for the Eternals. So another Game of Thrones alumni. Obviously, he plays Jon Snow. And uh, Angelina Jolie stated that she didn't even find out. This is how secretive they are. Yeah. Angelina Jolie stated she didn't find out he was going to be on the cast until they both walked out on stage at D23. Ah, Isn't that crazy? That's cool. So it's just so secretive. They're like filming parts of good. this like away from one another. So That's it's just good. No, I so want them to do stuff like that, though, because there's so many leaks nowadays. Yeah, it, so it's many true. Leaks. And it's to be honest, I actually get annoyed. Yeah. Because I'll run into these leaks. And I'm like, no, I don't want to know this. They need to be more secretive. So and then the last big bit of news to come out of this uh, regarding Marvel, which is the Black Panther 2 release date. Uh, which is going to be May 20th, 2021. So Chadwick, Chadwick Boseman, is that his name, who plays Black Panther? He came out on stage to uh, to reveal that. So uh, pretty cool. I, I don't recall the actor's name, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. but um, So that'll be 2021. So for 2020, so for next year, we have Black Widow in May. So Actually, uh, May, that might be May 20th, 2021. And I might be mixed wait, up on what's my the, date, too. What's the release date for the new Star Wars movie? It's going to be December it's 15th, I think. This year, right? Yeah. 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 And then... Uh, yeah, I'm gonna get a whole row of seats, man. Like a whole friggin' yeah, 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 big time. So we're gonna do it. Big, we're gonna do it big for Star Wars Episode Nine. Um, yeah, we'll talk about that after this episode. Remind sure. me. No, no, like bring it up specifically. Sure, in the episode. sure. And then for uh, next year, then so for yeah. 2020, if you're looking for Marvel television and film, uh, basically the year is going to kick off with uh, um, Black Widow. That's gonna be May 1st. Oh wait, is Plus going live? Did they did they announce one plus is live? I think it's like November fifteenth. It's like a month before Star Wars comes out, essentially. Okay. Yeah. Oh, there's some news on Stadia. We should talk about that, but we'll get to it. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. We got. I got other news items to cover too. And then, uh, so Black Widow is going to be May first. The Eternals is going to be November sixth, and then Falcon and the Winter Soldier will come out sometime in the fall. So presumably October, November, sometime. So those are your three. Only three items happening from the MCU next year. So next year will be, I guess, comparative with other years, it might be kind of light, or I don't know. I guess with Falcon and the Winter Soldier, it could be 
a little bit more full, but 2021, so get this, 2021 has uh, February 12th, they have uh, Shang-Chi slated for February 12th, which is a film. They have Thor, Love and Thunder, uh, dedicated for November 5th, which is a film. They have Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, slated for May 7th. And on top of that, they have four Marvel shows, although one of them is the What If show. So they have uh, Loki in the spring, Sorry, WandaVision all, in the what spring. What If is a show? What's that? What If is a show? What If is a show. That's better. Yeah. Yeah, because then it can do it like anthology kind of content. Yeah. 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 And then Hawkeye is in the fall. So 2021 is absolutely jam-packed. Here's an interesting thing. There's an untitled film slated for July 29th, 2022. I think that's probably Guardians 3. Yeah. That would make perfect sense. So because uh, obviously they currently have to get through, uh, sorry, uh, James Gunn is doing Suicide Squad 2 which we need to do a little bit about in the near future as well because that's really shaping up in terms of the cast. And uh, and after he does that, he's going back to Marvel to take care of uh, Guardians 3. Yeah. So be really good. And I think that's pretty much all the big news regarding uh, Marvel and, and Star Wars that came out of D23. Good. So I think we had all the news beats. We, we got some cool stuff coming up on the road. There's a lot to be excited about, man. Oh, my God. All right, yeah, then we'll get into uh, playing, watching, and news items. We weren't recording. So what oh. we're talking about, though, is one of the news items is the Matrix 4 story breaking from Variety. They were the first to report on it. So Matrix 4 is happening. It does feature Keanu Reeves, Carrie Ann Moss, and Lana Wachowski will be directing. So, But but what I'm saying is, uh, asserting is that uh, Matrix 3 really pissed me off. Even though, it's, even though it's a decent enough film, it really pissed me off because of what they did with the story arc of the real, which is... In my opinion, it seems like they were trying to make it into just another layer of Matrix. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed the movie, the third movie, um, as a popcorn flick. I think oh, it, totally. it was a little um, hard to follow for some people. Yeah. I think for a fair amount of people, which is fine. Uh, not every movie is perfect, and Matrix 3 was far from it. But it still had a lot of good stuff in it. So seeing that four is going to follow that state, that same kind of group of characters mm-hmm. is interesting. Yeah, the fact that another the one of the Wachowskis is running it, good. That's good. Yeah, it's good news. Yeah, it is. I would argue. I would argue it's good news. Yeah, um, they've been away from it long enough now. They can do something fun with it. I think so too. Um, I think they could introduce. I think likely this will be introducing kind of like the new class, if anything. So similar to how Star Wars is done with the sort of newer, younger characters. So I could see them taking that route. Yeah, like Neo leading in a new generation. Right, right. So there's new people they freed from uh, the, the the Matrix that now maybe are able to... Because the Matrix wasn't technically resolved by the end of the third movie, right? Uh, I don't believe so. So I think they could revisit that uh, and continue to use the Matrix like that. So um, it'll be neat to see kind of where it goes. I mean, I don't think that the real world was a um, overlay, uh, like another level. Mm. Um, I think there was something else that was trying to be told there, and that kind of caused a lot of confusion. Yeah. So what makes me say this is when Neo went blind, 
Yes. In the reel. And then he, I, I believe, if I remember correctly, he was able to see like the script and numbers, right? So similar to what he could do in the Matrix. Wasn't that the case? <sighs> see, I think he gained some power to be able to see without sight. And it just seemed like another computer thing to me. And I was like, I don't know. Like, I mean, at the same time, it could just be that he was sensing the program yeah. running through the machines. Could be. And I mean, the, the one thing, though, was that he did also discharge and kill a bunch of Sentinels. It's true. Um, which that was never fully explained, but he said that you could feel them, right? Yeah. So that means that he is connected to the program yeah. in some way. But I mean, there's whatever. Um, he's he's hopefully he's Jesus. Hopefully, <laughs> I don't know. Like he has some crazy, <laughs> like over the top, like like I don't know, religious power as the one. I don't know. Um. The, we find out the one is just always connected to the Matrix. He's got it wireless. <laughs> <laughs> could be. Uh, could be. You good? Weird. You can answer. We can always pause. No, no, no. I don't know. Cool. Um, cool. So that's really the only extra bit of news I had other than playing and watching. But you said you might have some news regarding Google Stadia. Yeah, it was announced they had some, added some more games to the lineup. One of them was Cyberpunk 2077. Holy shit. Yeah. So wow. I'm now debating. I'm like, well, I've got a Stadia subscription. Do I buy a copy of Cyberpunk? No. <laughs> Don't I've buy been, a copy. I've been waiting. Yeah. Um, Not for not getting the game. I'm going to get the game. That's yeah. not coming into question. But I've just been waiting to kind of see what happens as we get closer to uh, launch. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what... Um especially for bigger publications like your like your IGNs of the world how they how they proceed with the review of a stadia version of the game right so because obviously if if and the stadia getting like the collector's edition version or whatever right and then how do you access that right and also if they're able to determine what the benchmarks look like and what the graphics look like in something like stadia or streaming versus a console with a physical copy of the game right or or pc for instance, well, right? Well, that's the thing. If Stadia becomes as prominent as I would like, assuming that it functions as advertised, I may never be upgrading my computer. Well, I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't. Be, I won't be upgrading my computer for a long time. Right. Yeah, because you're only playing reason, on their computer. Well, the only reason I will be upgrading my computer is if Star Citizen uh, isn't released on Stadia. That's true, yeah, and and you're right. A lot of a lot of titles that maybe hit Steam, you probably won't see. Well, that that won't even be on Steam. Oh, it won't even be on Steam. No. Oh, uh, okay. Whose server is it going to be on? Their own. Oh, really? Cloud Imperium Gaming. Yeah. Interesting. Have they done anything else like big uh-uh. ticket? Uh-uh. Yikes. Um, you don't know much about Star Citizen. I just realized I, I watched videos of it, so like of, of betas and stuff. But uh, like I watched the desert video where they they go out into the desert and they find a, a crashed ship. And then they go and they, they do the shooting all throughout that. And I watched a video where they're exploring a base that's on like a snowy, rocky planet. So I've watched yeah. a couple longer videos of it. It looks looks crazy good. It looks like the ideal sort of space shooter a la Fallout or something like that, I don't right? Know. But um but I don't know much else about it. Okay, so there's a lot and that is something that we should probably cover in an episode of its own. We can talk about it next week. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah let's do that. So. Um, a lot of people are going to roll their eyes about Star Citizen, and I don't think that that's unjustified. Um, what I can say, though, is that I actually have access to the testing version of it right now. I've had access since yeah. anyone had access. I, yeah. I'm like one of the backers who put in more money than I probably should have. Nice. Um, not as much as some people. Some yeah. people have spent 
thousands oh, and thousands and certainly. thousands. Well, yeah. no, no, I, like I know them. Yeah, <laughs> but but to get listed as like a producer is a cool thing. I don't think I was listed as a producer. No, I depends on how much you give. But I think if you give There's enough, a fair you are. Amount. Yeah, I, I might be. I don't yeah. know. I'd have to check. Yeah, I've got my card though. I have a card for that. Interesting <laughs> for backing it. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Well, I was also uh, one of the. F- I, I was uh, in the first thousand people to actually sign up for the newsletter. Interesting. Or something like oh, that. Oh, you were yeah. there early, early on. Oh, yeah. Huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Huh. Well, what, did, what, what existed conceptually <laughs> at that time that sort of Nothing prompted really. you? Nothing really. They had some uh, the, some renders. They had a rendered video. Yeah. Um, I At the time, I had the money. I was a little bit younger. Yeah. Certainly more naive. Mm-hmm. Um, but the essentially the pitch... For it, and because I had money and I didn't need to spend it on anything else at the time, yeah, I was like, I want this to happen, and so I put my money down. And I was like, I and I went in with the knowledge, like I may never see this money come to anything. Yeah, I wasn't that nice. Or, was, or you could donate it, and then like the next week you get the newsletter, and they're like, oh yeah, this is this is all about space and shooting and exploration. Oh yeah, by the way, it's a card game on mobile. <laughs> Oh, man, I would have lost it. No, 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 because actually in the pitch, they said this will only be for PC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, it makes sense, the, the way that it all shook yeah. down. But yeah, um, I, I could see that something like but that But a lot happening. of people are like, oh, man, vaporware. Uh, and I mean, it, it, sure. I don't think it's unjustified, but I played it. Mechanically, the game is solid. Yeah. Um, it plays as advertised. So what is Is it the scale of the game? Like, what's holding yeah. them back? Yeah, it's a scale. Yeah. Yeah, because it went from uh, we're making a cool single-player co-op kind of adventure mm-hmm. which is still in the works and is coming out i mean we got tons of names attached to that right um which is great uh and yeah i don't know we'll talk about it we'll if they could just it. get keanu reeves to play a character they have mark hamill in it and uh um seriously yeah he plays like i think it's like your squad leader no shit and uh what's it um so they got like the biggest names <laughs> yeah no they've got uh oh my god how am i not remembering his name uh, Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman. Not Perlman. No. Uh, he plays um, the commissioner in the Batman movies. Why am I not remembering his name? Oh, freaking um 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 uh, Gary. No, Gary. Go. Uh, yeah, Gary. Oldman. Gary Oldman. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's plays, that's amazing. He plays like the admiral. I think. So they didn't just get any actor. They got like the best actor. They got some really good ever. actors. <laughs> Actors a, and actresses too. Yeah. That's awesome. Huh. Yeah, they've got a big lineup. You should watch the lineup. Yeah, well, I'll, so I, I will do that. And then next week, yeah, well, I guess we'll dive in depth on Do a it. bunch of research independent of me. Okay. Do a bunch of it. Like, I mean, you usually do. Yeah. And, 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 mean, I'll, and I'll tell you what I think it is. Yeah, well, no, you may find out things that I don't know too. Oh, okay. I got you. Yeah, yeah. So we'll, I mean, we'll, we'll plan on that for uh, episode 58 then. Star Citizen episode. Yeah. I'm well, excited. Not, not just Star Citizen, but. No, yeah, only Star Citizen. Featured Star Citizen. Oh, if we mention anything else, you have to throw a toonie in a jar. No. <laughs> no. What? I don't know why. It doesn't make sense. Uh, so, uh, well, I you guess. Probably, you should probably explain what a toonie is because a lot of people don't oh, know. Oh, yeah, that's is. true. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, in Canada, <laughs> there are dollar bills that are essentially a coin. There's a couple of them. And one of them is worth a dollar to us, and it's called a loony. And then there is a coin that's worth $2, and it's called a toonie. Because we also need to fire and hire on somebody else who knows how to name shit better. That's true. But for we now, have the we're, Looney Tunes. For now, we're going to run with Looney Toonie. So. <laughs> it's fucking currency. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and some of the bills have gone vertical. Have you noticed that? The art on the bills has gone vertical. So you hold it vertically, and the art goes top to bottom. 
rather than uh, left to right. All right, whatever. Yeah, it's interesting. Anyway, and the money's made of plastic here, which is cool too. So. Yeah, it's it's actually cool. Yeah, yeah, it's actually pretty sweet. And then uh, we'll get into playing and watching then. So uh, I I went and did a thing this week after talking with Adam and talking about how uh, Fire Emblem uh, Three Houses is essentially waifu strategy simulator and everything you told me about it i'm like well i gotta play this game so i picked up a copy for myself i am totally digging fire emblem three houses but actually i thought it more akin to harry potter meets game of thrones so and i can explain that too so okay explain all right so you are ostensibly your main character who can be male or female you choose uh, is ostensibly a mercenary who gets hired by a school as a teacher and the school and I'm making a lot of hand gestures here, for all intents and purposes, is basically Hogwarts. Okay. I'm not even kidding. Like, you have to see it. Like, it's basically Hogwarts. It's wild. And uh, it's even got, like, big grassy courtyards where it it is. Yeah, real schools don't have big grassy courtyards. Not like these, man. Not like these. And on top of that, they don't have kids flying around on brooms, but they do have people flying around on flying horses. So yeah. that's a thing in Fire Emblem. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, yeah. So it's very, very interesting so far. Um, and then the Game of Thrones side of it, there are three houses in it. And three houses, actually, while they coexist as different kingdoms within the realm that this game yeah. takes place in, they also take place in three houses within the school. So similar of to course. Harry Potter. So, And then the sigils and the colors of these are actually not too dissimilar from Game of Thrones. <laughs> so, well, in fact, I mean, they're like classic... Yeah, and each one kind of has its own flavor, similar to Game of Thrones too, right? So they have, uh, in fact, I think there's a there's a golden stag, there's a uh, there, uh, the wolf. I think there's wolves or something like that as well. So yeah. uh, honestly, it, there's so much in here, and then of course in Fire Emblem there is a lot of intrigue and sort of backstabbing and story things that happen throughout throughout the games. And this is just every Fire Emblem game. So likely in many ways, even the story will turn out like a Game of Thrones show. Uh, but uh, yeah, really interesting game so far. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, one of the things, so early on, and I'm looking for the things that Adam was talking about. So I'm looking for like, okay, so how do I court my own waifu here? And, uh, basically one of the first things that happened in the game is you meet a fellow teacher and, uh, she's, she's very voluptuous. Yeah. She's, she's sort of, you know, you know, like, Hey, here's cleavage. Boom. There you go. Like her, that kind of character. And she's into you. She's real into you. Okay, like she she is talking or like the very first thing she says is a sexual innuendo. And then every other thing she says after that is also an innuendo. And she wants it, man. So like I'm trying to figure out like, okay, so if it's this easy to get into this character here, how do I get to other ones going here? And I'm thinking like, can you have multiple waifu partners at once? I don't think so. In Fire Emblem Three Houses. From what I understand. I have found no indication that says otherwise so far. Okay. So I'm very, very thrilled about that. Uh, the side missions in the game are a lot of fun, too. There's little quests that you do as you explore the school because you do get to explore the whole grounds of the school on foot, which is awesome. So I'm, like, living out Hogwarts. I'm doing quests. I'm finding tomatoes for guys. I'm fishing. Uh, I'm growing stuff in the garden, which is this big, beautiful greenhouse. Like, dude, it's a blast. Like, I'm having nice. a really good time with Fire Emblem Three Houses. I think it definitely fulfills that RPG adage that I mentioned last time, Sakaguchi said, which is uh, an RPG needs to be an everything game, and this definitely feels like an everything game so far and uh and i'm really into it i'm really into it in fact i think there's even a choir situation going on too so oh, yeah, yeah man everything everything in this game so uh yeah and uh the on on the on the grounds of the school you also have like a little marketplace where you can go to purchase weapons and such although the, the quests if you complete them give you quite a lot of good stuff mm-hmm. um and so far like i am playing on easy mode which is still not that easy for me easy bitch um mode. 
Yeah, easy. I think do you call it easy, easy, easy bitch mode. I think. Easy bitch mode. You hear something like the easy sucky bitch mode, yeah. and uh, so that's the mode I'm playing on right now. And even that, the battles uh, that I've done have been kind of difficult so far. And m- most of that, and this leads me to my one gripe is so far restorative items are extremely weak. So like my characters are coming into battle with say like you know 30 HP, they get hit for you know 10 or 15 HP, and then a restorative item only restores 10 HP. Yeah. So there's just there's a weird imbalance there that I don't quite understand. Anyway, you, you have to use multiple turns to heal multiple times. Yeah, and you have to like book it away from the enemies yeah. while you heal. Yeah. And then you have to run back, which takes multiple turns. Yeah. So it's just it's weird. It it kind of goes against the 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 battle system to some extent. Like it it's almost like there's a tide coming in of battle and then it completely turns to go the other way because you're just running and healing uh and trying to throw stronger characters in the middle yeah. so that so they get pounded instead. But um, yeah, honestly, I'm digging the game so far. I think the combat will ultimately straighten itself out here. Is as I level up my characters, and uh, and I have chosen um, the what is it, Golden Stag? Yeah, I see, think I've chosen the Golden Stag house. I want to get my hands on this game at some point so that I can play it in not easy bitch mode and see how it is. Don't do it. Well, I mean, I I play games at high. Dude, I had characters die in the first battle. Like it's yeah, I know, <laughs> but brutal. I'm all about that. Yeah, it's brutal. Yeah, no, I'm I'm super psyched. Well, I tried that. to route them. I, what I tried to do is set up like a Thermopylae situation, right? Which is force my enemies yeah, yeah. to move through a smaller space than maybe there are enemies, right? Yeah. If there's a lot of enemies, they, they get forced into a funnel yeah. so I can take them out one by one that way. And uh, what ended up happening is I sort of I sort of went in, in between these bushes mm-hmm. to sort of try and get them to funnel in on either side of the bushes. Turns out, you can run through bushes. So I got completely yeah. annihilated for a little bit at the beginning of that battle by my enemies who just ran into the bushes to attack me. So... Of course you did. And, uh, so I'm not much of a strategist when it comes to battle, I guess. But uh, I was thinking, like, if I've learned anything about war, it's that I need to fight like a Spartan. So, and then that's what you, I did. You, is need I to study, to you need to study tactics, not strategy. That's what you need to do. You need to, you need to, yeah. that, was, that was my problem. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, Fire Emblem Three Houses, uh, I, I am really digging it. I, I do highly recommend this game on Switch so far. I think I'll have a more in-depth update for when Adam gets back, and then maybe we're both further into the game, and we can kind of discuss maybe more of the nuances uh, for what's going on as a, as a, as a teacher, because I think there's even, like, training you do as a teacher to kind of cross-train abilities with other teachers. Yeah, so, like, CrossFit. For in- yeah, so it's a CrossFit situation. <laughs> so, like, uh, you know, you're training arms, but this other teacher is training legs. So you're like, let's train together. We'll get each other's legs and arms all good to go. So yeah. similar to that, except it's like mana and 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 like uh, sword attacks. Yeah. So, yep. Anyway, Fire Emblem Three Houses. Do you recommend it? Pick it up. Try it. You'll like it. Yeah. Bada boom, bada bing. Cool. So what do you got? What are I playing? Playing and watching. Playing and watching. And or watching. I watched the first episode of Cannon Busters. Okay. So what did you think? Garbage. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. The first episode was like, I was interested at the very end when it comes out that the main girl character is a cannon buster. And I'm like, oh, that's an interesting thing. I'd like to know more about these cannon busters. And at no point in the entire rest of the series do they go back to that and explain what the hell happened there. So, in fact, at the very end, the end game, like the final episode, the final battle takes place. She doesn't even really become a cannon buster in that, or she doesn't. She fires one shot. I don't think she she's, fires a shot. No, she's about to fire, and then the uh, maintenance bot rides the the bull called Bessie. Yes. Which, why they call it a woman's name when it's a bull. Interesting, interesting know. observation. 
Interesting well, yeah, observation. Well, yeah, like, well, think about it, right? Bessie is like a cow's name. Yeah. It's a bull. Yeah. Shrug. I'm not, like, whatever. It's not a big deal. Yeah, yeah. It was just like, oh, interesting. And, I mean, I'm not even talking about, like, today's, like, social culture or anything like that. It's just, like, that is a, that was an interesting decision to make. It was fairly incongruous. And then there was also the point of one of the, the main guy characters. I can't even remember his name I don't name even know why I point. latched onto that, to be honest. So, but he, uh, the main guy character in the show also is apparently immortal. And, uh, and that's also never really explained. Really? Yeah. At no point he in the series is. do he they explain is. why he can just instantaneously come back to life from any grievous injury. <laughs> yeah. And, and he gets a tattoo every time he comes back to life, too. Counts, yeah. So there's there's a lot of cool, like, I thought there was a lot of cool machinations in the show and a lot of cool story points in the show that should have become story points. But instead, they just did completely different things by the end of it that just made no sense. And anyway. Okay, so. well, I got to finish watching it, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, and then kind of come back to you on that. What is it, like 11 episodes? It's not that long. I like, don't it's, know. It's a quick watch. But... It's, yeah. Anyway, uh, we'll, we'll find a better anime to watch for I've also next. been watching uh, the show The Colony. Okay, what's that all about? Really? I yeah, I don't. Uh, aliens take over the planet. That's cool. I like it already. Um, and then humans have to govern themselves, and they're effectively like a big slave labor force for this invading uh, species. What are you watching it on? Netflix. Oh, it's on Netflix. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's got it's got some really good actors. In I it. have not. And actresses. How have I not come across this? This is really bizarre. Yeah. Just I, I browse Netflix for at least two hours a day, like most people. Watch the colony. <laughs> Yeah, so it, it's a bit of a weird show. It's got some slow segments in it that are not fantastic, but I'm getting into, like, the third season. Okay. And uh, you're starting to learn more about what they call the hosts, this okay. alien species. And it's neat because uh, until season three, pretty much, you don't know what the hosts even look like because the only interaction that anybody has uh, with the hosts yeah. That like on-screen interaction is with drones. Interesting. So the hosts do look like something. I'm not going to say anything. Okay. I want you to watch this. Okay, I, I I'll watch it then. I'll watch it. The, so, but but uh, the the reveal, the twist in the story, I actually really like. Interesting. Okay, I'm going to check the show out. I don't want to say anything because like they don't they don't drop the reveal on, yeah. on why. Like there's it's always like. Oh, the 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 hosts are doing this stuff, and it's clearly like evil, mm-hmm. and like they're doing things, and you're like, but what is the reason that the hosts have to be at Earth, hmm. and you don't know why? They never explain it. Nobody knows. Well, it's good to kind of keep that card up their they sleeve, narrative wise. But cool. when when they did the reveal as to why the hosts are there, it's fantastic interesting okay i do want to watch this now yeah it's like 10 episode seasons kind of deal uh something like that yeah okay yeah yeah i'll it, watch it it's worth watching the colony it is it is worth watching so yeah i'll watch it and then we'll maybe do like uh like a season one two three review or something sure yeah yeah, yeah. that'd be fun yeah so i'll just write it down for next week i mean the colony it's been out long enough so a lot of people probably have seen it some people will probably watch some of it and then kind of went eh yeah and moved on and that's fair i get it there's some there are some dreadfully slow sections mm. but it does culminate into something that's worth sticking yeah. around for well, i'm not against fast forwarding if i get particularly bored with this with the scene so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, not against that at all but there's a there's a lot of political machinations that happen because like the whole idea is that the um world is segregated into blocks okay and they're like ghettos like 
big giant walls. Like we're talking like the size of the wall in Game of Thrones. Interesting. But like they're like built. Okay. Um, and then like you hear about how like we you actually do follow some of the people who run the block. Yeah. And people who just live in it. Okay. And like there's obviously a resistance, and that's a lot of what the the show focuses that's on this cool. resistance of these people trying to take back the planet. Right. And obviously, like, there's a big level of futility there because the planet's already being run by these right. hosts. And that's, like, at the beginning of the show. Yeah. Like, it's being run already. Right. Um, and then uh, and then kind of, like, as that develops, yeah, it's good stuff. They're trying to find a three-meter-wide exhaust port that takes down this whole operation. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> and uh, and there, there's even, like, you hear about some people, like, actually gain ground and, like, there's... And this is a little bit of a spoiler, but I don't think it's enough to warrant holding back from you. There's a point where they actually, somebody, like one of the resistance cells actually kills like one or two of the hosts, like publicly. Oh. They're like, ha, we can kill you. Yeah. And then the host just glassed like a 10 kilometer radius. <gasps> the whole city is gone. Oh my God. Like it's just, it's just glass now. Wow. Like that's, so, like they hit it with an orbital beam. Yeah. And like everything's so gone. So two, two of the hosts die and millions of people suffer. Yes. Wow, that's cool, man. Sounds yeah. like a, sounds like a good show. So like, it's they're the hosts are like, okay, we're not fucking around with you guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, we have some, we have a reason to be here. Yeah, and stop fucking around. Interesting. And it's good. Huh. Yeah. Huh. It, it's just it is worth. I'll your give time. a prediction here. It sounds like they're quarantining mankind. See, that's an interesting way of looking at it. Sounds like they're. You, I'm gonna watch you have it. Have to watch. It. I'm gonna watch it, but it sounds like they're quarantining mankind. So yeah, okay, interesting. I, yeah, I I'm like, looking forward to this. I like the. There's a character in the show called Alan Snyder. He's one of the block leaders. Yeah. Um, and he's a, he's a prominent character in the series. I think he's like one of my favorite characters. Okay. Um, what's his name again? Alan Snyder. Alan Snyder. Okay. When you see the actor, you'll know him. Okay. Cool. Um, and he does a great job because the character is very slimy. Okay. Um, but in a good, like in a believable way. I'm just going to look it up real quick here just so we give people a point of reference. Who are listening, he is played by, oh, I do like this guy. Yeah, he's actually played by uh, Peter Jacobson, who's an American actor. And you, you would know him as Tob from the series House. So he was Dr. Yes, Tob. Yes, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. where, and that's he was, where, he was yeah. great in House. So yeah. yeah he's also in The Walking Dead, too. I think he plays a small. I think he was in The Walking Dead. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that'll be interesting to see. I'm pretty excited about that. That's cool. I want to see. Uh, I want to see it. It's yeah. Awesome. No, it's good. It's yeah. good. Watch Excellent. It. So, playing watching, anything else? Um, Game, what have I been playing? I've been actually playing World of Warcraft. N- getting ready for the big classic release? Not really. Are you going to play classic? Yeah. Okay. So, that rolls out tonight, right? No. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, that rolls out tonight. Midnight I'm not, tonight. I'm not playing it tonight. Yeah, no. midnight tonight, which will be today for you no, people no, listening no, to play, the show. No, it's... What time today. is it? It is currently... 6.38 p.m. EST. 38 minutes ago. Interesting. So it's live. So if you're listening to this, it is live. You can go and play WoW Classic right now, if you can get onto a server, most likely. Uh, well, that's been a whole other did thing. They, did they figure out the server issue yet? We well, mentioned it been, last They've been week. adding more. Yeah, they just they, adding they more. added a bunch at launch, too. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. All right, so they, or they like figured it out. like an hour out. before launch or something. Cool, so go on there. Start, I would say I would say go on there, and do you have to start with a level one character, or can you use a character you've already made no, elsewhere? No, well, level one only. That's awesome. Yeah, it's classic. It's just the, no expansions. It's, like, it's exciting because it's like day one of when WoW originally came out. Of like, yeah, no one has a, any power yet. There was a there was a funny post. I think my brother sent it to me. 
and it was this guy who posted he goes my wife just went into labor what do i do there is never going to be another wow classic launch but i will have other kids it's <laughs> <was> like <laughs> that's terrible <laughs> oh, oh man my god. it was good though oh i'm assuming god. it was a joke but well, it might you know not you get on your power level for a couple hours you have a good time and then you're there for the launch and then you go you know be for the birth of your child <laughs> no big deal i think maybe just be there for the birth of your child <laughs> that's another big news other big news so i have one more item to talk about that I kind of forgot we should have mentioned it earlier on I was trying to think of this. There was another game I was playing, too. It was kind of like a post-apocalyptic shooter Diablo game. Oh, cool. I don't remember what it was called anymore. Yeah. Ash, probably... Revenant, Ashes, Ashes of the Revenant, something like that. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Deliver deliver a full review next week. Eh. <laughs> it's a good game. We're it's so good. committed. It just, it, it, like, the game world is fantastic Yeah. and whatnot. It does procedural generation well, which is rare. Um, it is fun to play co-op. That's how I primarily mm-hmm. consume the game mm-hmm. um but it is the same issue that you run into with any other um uh grind house trying to get items game is that it just feels repetitive yeah yeah that's tough speaking of repetitive i've been grinding in orna and there's been some developments in orna oh is there there's been some developments so uh adam mentioned last week that uh he had found gibbs in a in a reddit post yes uh, online and gibbs of course being uh, the one player who basically controls all of Southwest Ontario, which is <laughs> quite yeah. a large place, and uh, but but he's everywhere. And uh, my understanding is he's a guy who travels for work too, so similar yeah. to me. So he kind of makes it around different markets and things like that. However, um, Gibbs has made contact. Yes, yeah, with yes. both Adam yeah. and myself, and uh, turns out really nice guy. Yeah. Really nice guy, really, really warm, really welcoming in terms of information he's offering about Orna and the history of it. He seems to have a working knowledge of uh, behind the scenes on Orna. Oh, awesome. So like the it's a single it's a single developer working on yes. this, a single person, and uh, he knows about that person. So anyway, I'm very interested in his experience with Orna up to this point. So I'm trying to to figure out when we can have him on the show, and uh, he needs to come down and record once Adam is back. He yeah. needs to come down and record with us because uh, really nice guy, really excited to meet him, and uh, and I think it'd be really cool to talk about. Sort of, you know, me coming up in Orna and just getting absolutely just thrashed by T.A. Gibbs yeah. this whole time. It's just like my utter astonishment that uh, that, that his, his hold on, on Southwest Ontario is so pervasive. Yeah. But uh, but it's really exciting and it's cool that, uh, you know, in gaming, things like this happen sometimes where yes. it kind of brings people together who didn't know each other previously. Yes. And, uh, and you learn about them. It turns out other people are really cool and it's fun to meet new people. So uh, hopefully, Gibbs, if you hear this, we'd like to have you on, as you already know, and uh, we will figure this out in the near future. So yeah, big development in, 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 in the world of Orna as, as we're all still playing it here. So yes. yep, yep. I'm pretty powerful, but I'm not anywhere near Gibbs level powerful. So no. let me just put it to you this way. A lot of the players who I meet, I'm able to take down and take their territories without too much of a problem. Yeah. Gibbs, I have yet to see him bleed. Yeah. I have yet to see his character bleed. So we're working on it. Very powerful. All right. So that's really all <laughs> I had for this episode. Did you have anything else? Um, Big D23. Nothing week. else that comes. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. That and thank goodness for that. <laughs> nope. Just, cool. uh, just, yeah, nothing. All right. Well, thank you for tuning in for episode 57 of Rota Geek Official Podcast. For next week, it will again be Robin, myself, and then Adam will be back the week after that. Uh, we do have Comic-Con coming up here as well. That's September 21st, 22nd. I have a much longer announcement of that at the end of the last episode, so feel free to go back and take a look at that. But it is right around the corner here. We will be featured there as an exhibitor, and uh, we'll have a little raffle going. 
And uh, we have a lot of good sort of entry-level prizes. And then, uh, and then I'm considering one grand prize that could be quite grand. So if you're in the area, you want to come down for Comic-Con, it could be fun to come down and get a couple raffle tickets for that and try our hand at winning a really freaking cool thing. So uh, we'll make some announcements in the near future about what that is. So otherwise, that is it for episode 57. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to hit us up on Patreon if you haven't yet. Just a dollar a month could help us continue to create some great content for you all. And uh, we'd be very excited about that. So this is Alex Austin signing off and Rob. And thank you so much. Yes, thank you very much.